I, uh, I'm showing them. I don't care. I went through the pain. I just had the one ship challenge, and we didn't hit record. Yeah. Yep. It, well, uh, we did hit record. It was just a battery a Battery issue, yeah, yeah. It just went off, and I guess it stopped. Yep. Carolina Reaper Scorpion Pepper. Inside one extremely hot tortilla chip. Um, it was I've, probably the most <laughs> funniest faces I've ever seen in my entire life. I was 100, maybe like 99.9% .9 sure I could do this. <laughs> until I swallowed the actual chip and it just went from like three hot to like 12 instantly and 10's <laughs> like the hottest hot hot I've ever had my face started to tingle like my face legit started to go numb my fingers like it's like if you guys ever taken uh, pre-workout mix yeah like you the get, C4. To, get the tingles but it was like the worst tingling because I was like I'm a, I'm about to pass like legit. I've never found it like I was going to pass out or his faint eyes. Life. His eyes were literally bright red. I've <clears> never <throat> seen anybody's eyes bright red. Like it didn't look like it was like you know oh, I got something in my eyes bright red. <laughs> I mean it looked like you ate something hot and it was bright red with tears. Literally his eye like around his eyelids were sweating profusely and just tears were just running <sighs> down his throw up now. face. And he looked at it. me at one point and said, in this chair right here, he looked at me at one point and goes, I'm going to pass out if I don't leave right now. <laughs> My stomach is turning right now. <laughs> turning. <laughs> so um, bear with me, guys, today, because I, as, right this second, I do not feel good <laughs> at all. I can feel it slowly moving down to my bottom gullet. <laughs> Right now, I legit feel sick. <laughs> but I look a lot better than I did like ten look, minutes ago. You look, you look, uh, eight shades of peach better. <laughs> Bro, I did not. That I you're supposed to. So what you do is you're supposed to eat it, and if you wait five minutes, it's a challenge, powerless. Ten minutes, powerful. Thirty minutes, supercharged. An hour, invincible. I did not make it. Two minutes. No, you made, made it to three. I made it to three. You made it to three minutes. That's bad. Made it three minutes, but it was uh, you like the very first thing he said. I was like, "How's it taste?" He said, "It tastes like hot dirt, <laughs> oh, spicy earth." And then he brought pickle juice to subdue the hotness, and that did not work. No, at all. Did not work at all. It was. I feel like it worked for like three seconds every time I took a swig, and then it just got worse and worse. I, I'm kind of happy though. That you you probably did. I don't know. Did you, were you, did you feel like you were drinking a lot of water? Not as much. I went to the the faucet and just rinsed it out more than anything. Yeah. But I feel like it wasn't. A, I drink a lot. It was more just sipping on pickle juice, which is probably a bad idea. Maybe milk next time. Sorry, I'm just trying to like this. This chip is just moving through my body right now, and it is just <laughs> destroying everything. And I'm just trying so hard to focus on not like throwing up or pooping my pants right now. It's, it's like that rocket ship game that just keeps annihilating everything in its path. That's what's going through me right now. Sorry. It's, it, it really hurts. It's like a fireball going through my body. But yeah, it tastes like uh, spicy hot. I, I don't know, just like a, a constant burning sensation in my mouth and my lips. Yeah. My eyes. Uh, when I wanted to go rinse off my hands, I got a little bit on my eyelids, so we're good. I don't know if you can see my eyes. They're not yeah. too terrible. Really? They, no. were, they, were, they were really bad at first. They're, it, you look normal right now. Good. So I felt like I got maced <laughs> when I was in the bathroom. <laughs> 
You do. You look a lot. No- you look a lot more normal now than what you did <laughs> those first five to ten minutes. Stomach is on fire. <laughs> <sighs> Feeling queasy. <laughs> so, anybody who wants to come on the show, we have like ten more of these. So come try it out. <laughs> I'm almost glad we didn't get that on film because that was bad. We sat right here in these exact spots and ate it. And it was it was just me crying, laughing the entire time. I wasn't crying because he was hurting. I didn't know he was hurting as bad as he was. Oh. But it was me crying because everything that he kept saying just was funny as hell. My brain just couldn't function. I, I, was, I was like panicking about the faint, sweating, get like the cold sweats. <laughs> like this whole podcast, I'm just going to be recovering from this chip going through my body. Probably. Oh, I'm sorry, Adam. I'm sorry, man. That's all right. I um, I went along with it. So I'm I'm sorry we didn't get that for you all to watch. Maybe next time, <laughs> but not this week. Oh, by the way, though, he did give us a sports report right in the middle. Of... I tried. <laughs> do you remember that at all? Oh yeah, I, uh, it's one thing I do remember. I said breaking news. <laughs> Tough loss upset this week by the uh, Ohio Akron Zip Zaps. <laughs> Lose against <laughs> number 10 Ohio State Buckeyes at 59-7. to Better luck next time. <laughs> and literally right after he said that, he goes, if, if I don't leave right now, I'm going to pass out. <laughs> I had to get up. Instantly get up and left. I did not feel good at all. I feel like I was going to throw up and then pass out or pass out and throw up. <laughs> so if you do the one chip challenge and you feel like you uh, – you bested me. You're full of shit because this thing is hot. This is hot, hot, hot and painful. Like I, and it's only a chip. It's one chip. I thought I was the king tut when I ate this. Now I welcome anyone to come on and just eat a chip. If you come on the show. I'll, I'll eat one with you. Would you really? You would do another As long one. as we get it on film this time. <laughs> so we can see, show people that I actually did eat it. Oh, and I got to prove myself and eat it. And I did eat it. Look, it's open. It is open, okay? Oh, yeah. He ate it for sure. I didn't last. Tasted like hot dirt. Very hot dirt. <laughs> like, tasted like earth. But and it just cold, kept getting hotter and hotter. And he said his cold water tasted hot. <laughs> tasted like hot water. <laughs> like, hey, your tea's ready. You look a lot better, Adam, after that chip. I don't feel better. After that chip eating. I was, dude, it was, uh, it I'm was. I'm burping up. It almost tastes like now, like mango habanero. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. <laughs> so, I got another question for you. Well, you know what? We'll save we'll save that one for when Ryan gets here. Actually, I think he's here. Is he here? Yeah. All right. Well, hey, let's get the show started, then, man. What do you say? Let's do it. Let's do it. Run it. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Social guys here, Treg and Adam, and today we have a very special guest, Ryan Place from Merit Real Estate Professionals. Again, the show is brought to you by Clue Studio, sponsored by them. Episode 5, guys. Welcome back. Thanks for following us. Uh, so let's get into it here now. Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, thanks, Treg. I'm Ryan Place. As Treg mentioned, I'm the broker owner at Merit Real Estate Professionals here in Wapa, Canada. Uh, lived in Wapak most of my life. 
Um, moved away for three and a half years to go to school. Um, Where'd you, know, you go to school at? Uh, when I was out for the three and a half years, I went to Arizona State. Arizona State? In, yeah, in Tempe, Arizona. Nice. I heard that's a pretty nice campus. It is. It's uh, immensely different than Ohio State. Ohio State's like this massive spread out ordeal. Yeah. And Tempe is like building, 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 building. Really? Yeah. They, they, they shoot a lot of prank shows there now. I know they do. It's probably just how many people can walk through it in one really? easy time. Yeah. Yeah. I've there's, seen all the buildings in the background. Yeah, there's actually, uh, what's the uh, one? It's called Campus something. Campus, I don't oh. remember what it is. A guy named Big Doss, though, is the guy who hosts a YouTube show. Okay. And he goes to Arizona State, and he does all these pranks. I think he actually... Oh. Dropped out, and now that's all he does. That's all he does, but he's yeah. still on campus. Yeah, yeah he's still on campus. Yeah, he's like degree. Van Wilder, like eight years in. <laughs> Never leaving. I'm in my sixth senior year. <laughs> Just pranking, it actually makes sense. Pranking people. <laughs> yeah. They were, when I was there back in the day, the third, fourth largest as yeah. far as attendance. So, I mean, that's his crazy. odds wow. are pretty good of finding finding people to talk to. But, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so, so you went to Arizona State, and then where would you go from there? Um, moved back home. And went up to Ohio State Lima. Okay. And uh, finished up uh, mainly in business and economics. So now, did you get your start in in your like career path in architecture then? Uh, to a point. So I went through all the parameters there in a state. I had two opportunities, if you would, there. Um, I felt a draw to come home probably more than anything. Yeah. Uh, but I wasn't exactly, I was young. I didn't really exactly uh, feel. How old were you at the time? Oh, shoot. It would have been... 22, 23, something oh, okay. like that. okay. Prime years. Yep. Yeah, the prime years. I know the priorities, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. But, uh, no, I just wasn't really digging the career path I was in. I could do it today. Yeah. It's just I wasn't. I don't think I was quite ready. Right. Yeah. Uh, then moved back and went to uh, High State Lima. Um, I have the seven-year path yeah. of success for college. Don't yeah. we all? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool deal. So, when now when you were at Ohio State, you went for business. Did you? So, was your mindset on real estate at that time? Um, no, not really. Um, oddly enough, looking back, real estate was always on my radar. Uh, my neighbor. Oh, up, even from like the even from the get. Yeah, from way back, my neighbor growing up was Gary Binkley. Okay. With Binkley Real Estate. Yeah. And uh, obviously, not a whole lot of interaction with the business, but I saw him. I knew what he did. Um, he, to a point, would kind of talk about what he did every once in a while when we were right. there. And it was an intriguing career. Yeah. You know, so I always had in the back of my head that, you know, almost like somebody you um, somewhat idolized growing up, like, hey, that'd be neat. I don't know right. exactly what right. they do, but, you know, it'd be kind of neat. So <clears throat> a little bit off topic, but same topic here. Um, what do you think now about, like, all these social media? Like, you see TikToks all the time now about telling people, oh, you need to get into wholesaling. Oh, you need to get into property mm-hmm. management and stuff like that. Like, what's your advice on that stuff? Because I feel like there's people who tell you to do it constantly, but then there's a reality to it as well. So you're talking like the paid stuff, like get into it, follow my program? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of that. But I mean, like, I feel like there's just more to it. Like, Mm. you know, I mean, it's more than just paying for a program and start making money. Yeah, I need some insider because I need need some money help. (laughs) Tips. So, I mean, honestly, I've always had, whether it's real estate or not, I've always had the opinion that a lot of times and all the time when somebody's selling their knowledge, yeah, they're kind of out halfway of what they're actually doing. Mm. There's some people that are really darn good at it, 
yeah. then it's just a great way to have like a side job. But for some of them, they've figured a lot of it out. They're supposed to make X every year, and now they're at the point where like they can't, mm-hmm. you know, because things have changed. Yeah, and now they're like, hey, what an easy way to supplement my income. I'll sell this for thirty nine ninety five. Sell sell your knowledge, yeah, yeah, okay. sell their knowledge on it. But uh, about anything can work. You just got to dig at it and go after it. Okay, so but I guess what I'm asking though is, along your knowledge of real estate though, mm-hmm. is just putting out you know coursework on wholesaling or how to manage properties like in your experience as a as someone who works in that field of property of just in general properties i mean do you feel like a lot of it's uh kind of gaslighting a little bit in the sense of you know there's more to it than just paying for a course having the knowledge and going about doing it like there has to be that sense of that background knowledge like you have of either architecture or you know, dealing with properties on a daily basis. Yeah, the background is going to be there. Um, I mean, wholesaling and retailing. I mean, obviously, that's yeah, that's a tremendous amount of background. You would eliminate a ton of your risk if you had the knowledge, right? You know, especially of like uh, like a home inspector. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, get into all of that pieces of it, but right. I mean, yeah, I mean, having the background of it, I anybody could do it. Right. You know, you just got to dig in and figure out <laughs> what the missing pieces are that you have. Yeah. Um, some of that's more based off of the the climate we're in and what we're heading into to where people are kind of speculating, like, this is what's going to start happening. Yeah. You know, type of whatever's. Um, right. You'll start seeing, once the book market begins to balance out, you'll start seeing more people talk about flipping homes again. Oh, yeah. And they'll start selling the packages of, right. of flipping homes. Um, you know, when prices are sky high, it's harder. Yeah, to flip which they home. are right now, right? Yeah, they're absolutely yeah. insane right now. But, Why uh, so high? What's what's going on right now? Still because of well, I don't want to say it. Devok. <laughs> no, <Back> to- <laughs> no. I mean, we were having this shoot. We've been dealing with high prices, if you would, for I don't know five years, something like oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah, so just in Ohio. No, it's a national thing. Oh, really? So yeah, everywhere. it's okay. a national thing. Um, home prices, they've appreciated anywhere between like 8 and 10% per year Oh wow! Uh, for the past five years. And typically you're looking at like 1% to maybe 3% yeah. every year. That's your normal okay. appreciation. Now, is that not... That's not necessarily a bad thing overall though, right? Or, or can it... I mean, I guess it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're at the point now we don't know. You know, with, with, are they just going to continue to go insane... Yeah. You know, to where our kids are paying $8 million for a one-bedroom house here in Wapakoneta. You know, or is, you imagine? It, or is it going to go the complete opposite, <laughs> that the bubble burst and all three of us are buying a home for a dollar in two so, years? Okay, yeah. so you brought up the bubble again. And, yeah. and me yeah. and Ryan are in B&I together also. Mm-hmm. Um, and he talks about this bubble yeah. quite often. What and I'm this <laughs> always lost because I'm like, where, yeah, what's the bubble? Can you explain the bubble to us? I don't want it to bubble. A little bit more detail. Uh, so the bubble in real estate um, is basically everything that's trapped inside of it. So, I mean, just like a little kid blowing a bubble out in the air, all the breath, all the words, whatever comes out gets trapped inside of there. Okay. Um, so there's your your figure, if you can, to imagine. But um, we get it a lot. When's the bubble going to burst? How's it going to burst? What's going to happen when it bursts? Okay. Um, and inevitably what's happening is because of home appreciation, because of high buyer demand, so it all revolves around price. It all revolves around price. And, okay. And typically, the higher the prices get, the bigger this bubble gets. Gotcha. So then everybody's kind of wondering, like, if and when it breaks, what's going to happen to it? Right. 
and nobody knows. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly. So it's almost like happen. so it's like a it's like a real thing, but yet it's a figure of speech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so we really won't ever know when it's going to pop. <laughs> um, you usually Until know like the second half. <laughs> yeah. okay. I mean, if you, if you think about the kid blowing the bubble. I mean, you kind of see it floating around, floating around, and like maybe it's getting close to a tree, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh, here it goes! It's going to pop." But then the wind takes it and it moves it somewhere else, gotcha. you know. And then you got one kid trying to bat it, and like he flings his hand at it, yeah, and it just flies up in the air, and you're like, "Okay, I didn't go that time." <laughs> That's kind of what it's like being in my shoes when I get asked the question. Gotcha. It's like, "Okay, you're asking me when a bubble is going to burst." I don't really know until right after it happens. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Exactly. So what what made you get into real estate? It was I mean, was there a certain thing besides having your neighbor there? Mm-hmm. I mean, what about it intrigued you enough to actually dive in as far as you did? Um, the people, the people you deal with, uh, whether it be the agents, the home inspectors, uh, the clients. Um, I've always liked people, obviously. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to, right. to be a person in this world anymore. <laughs> Absolutely. But... Uh, I mean, it's just really neat when you see somebody that, you know, basically I get up on a day-to-day basis and I help somebody try to find a house or sell a house. Yeah. You know, so when we're doing that, you know, I get to learn about their family, um, behind the scenes, their jobs, some ha- hobbies, stuff like that. And, um, I mean, I've said it before, and many agents, once they do it a while, you can get kind of sad sometimes when you close. Yeah. It's like, crap, I kind of like them. Yeah. Like, and we're not going to hang out anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But, I mean, it Does is Does it always it happen is. like that? Or do you kind of, like, do you linger around some of your clients? <laughs> like, hey, I know where you live now. Can we just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. think it's like a weekly thing? We just hang out? It is, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Cool. I know you got a pool table in your basement. <laughs> 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 that does get kind of freaky because uh, we've sat around before and people with just with friends whether we're doing whatever's and somebody will say like hey where does such and such live and i kind of like hang low because it yeah. is weird you know yeah, yeah, yeah. it is weird live. that i do know exactly yeah, throwing out that information <laughs> like they'll that. be like hey yeah they live over in the flower streets i'm like yeah they're over in the flower streets mm-hmm. and then they right. just keep going i'll be like okay it's 827 aster and they're like how in the <laughs> heck did you know where they live it's, I kind of sold him around. We're best friends. We're best friends. Use those pool tables on Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) The pool in the backyard on Sundays is no big deal. So, obviously, inflation happens throughout life. Mm -hmm. And we feel like this last inflation didn't really creep up. It more or less just happened overnight. How did that affect you guys as realtors or, or even, on the other hand, as a broker? Um, the inflation, we haven't seen the impact of it yet. Yeah. Um, it's another little bubble. Okay. So it's a different <laughs> bubble. It's a different one. Um, <laughs> I mean, typically, I mean, you feel it yourself. It doesn't matter what income level you are. When things go up in price, you yeah. feel it somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for the most part, working in real estate, watching the amount of people that are still wanting to go out and buy something, it's kind of like, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe you're not there. Maybe we need to double gas prices again. Right, right. You know. No, I agree, but right. I mean, that's kind of stuff that goes through my head sometimes. Like, you know, okay, moped. prices continue to go up with to different things, and these guys are still wanting. That's great, yeah, yeah, right. you know. But it's yeah. like, okay, you know, that's yeah. when you don't really know. Like, where is inflation too was, high? Yeah. Was there ever a situation where you had like um, a client who was just like, "Yeah, we're looking for a house. Let's just throw numbers out here. Let's say, oh, we're looking for a house in the one hundred and fifty range," and then like, you know, economics happened, and then like. 
a week later they're like, okay, I think now we're looking at the 190 range. <laughs> like, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've had it. Like, I mean, where... when that happens though, does is it like for you? You're like, ah, something's going on. Uh, no. I mean, I try to ground them back to the 150 first. Yeah. Um, I mean, they came in with guns a blazing at that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so sometimes it is the fact that they started doing their homework and at 150 the payment was this and they felt right. really good about it and like right now it's hard to find something so they might go to the bank and say hey can we go up to 200 yeah and the bank says no we're putting you at 190 which right. that's a really high number when the bank maxes you yeah right because right, right. i mean they're not taking into consideration that you know you might go out to eat yeah you know you might give five dollars to somebody i mean yeah. they're like counting majority of your pennies <laughs> gotcha. right, right. You know, when they do that so i try to just bring them back a second and be like hey why you know that's fine yeah you know that's cool you can move up that high but um if we're at 150 like i guess i'll flip it on them talk to me about why i want to go to 190 is it because you can't find anything which yeah. is common you Especially know, now. Or is it an economic yeah. thing? Yeah. You know, hey, my wife just got a raise. Or right, right, right. Uh, we had a small inheritance we didn't realize. So, yeah. I mean, that's the, the X that's plus the that we're throwing into okay. it. But, so, uh, so on that then, um, speaking of houses right now, I know we bought our house for $140 mm-hmm. um, eight years ago. and Or seven years ago, I think. And... Um, <clears throat> I mean, we we just got it appraised, and it's like they appraised us at close to two hundred. It's just like, <laughs> okay, yeah. But I mean, like, I feel like there's no, you know, we've been. I mean, we just kind of look, but it, it looks like you know around our area, there's so, there. I mean, at, that price of one forty is almost unheard of for a three bedroom house anymore. Yeah, and I mean, you live in a a country location, a desired yeah. area too. Yeah. Um, Back in the day, I've been doing this for 16 years, your perceived first home was like 80 to 100. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of uh, people would buy rentals in the 30 to $50,000 range just to kind of give you a scope of things. And now, like your 80 to 100, that's where we're seeing a lot of rental properties at. Okay. And now the perceived first home is more in like the lines of the 150. Yeah. Yeah. You know, price tag, which. So been doing it long enough, it takes a little bit to wrap your head around that. Yeah, because I mean, basically, that means that people's first home buying experience now has jumped up sixty thousand dollars. Exactly, that's insane to think about. In seven years, yeah, that's wild. <laughs> that is wild. That's crazy. <laughs> and and I mean, I mean, inflation has happened, but I mean, not to the. Not to the salary industry. <laughs> no, no, no. And technically, it wouldn't be inflation if salary followed. Right, right, so, right. Yeah, that's where we're all at. Yeah, so that's, know, that's just insane to think about, though. Like you said, it's hard to wrap your head around that within in a seven-year time frame that literally a first-home buying experience has jumped up 60, 60 grand. grand. Did you know now that you can make $16 flipping burgers at McDonald's? <laughs> Buy a pretty good home with that, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Inflation. (laughs) (laughs) You got a point there. He wants to be McDonald's. I I do. 16 bucks? Give it to me. Back then, it was like a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) That's how much the burgers were. Do they they even have a dollar menu anymore? (laughs) I think it's a value menu. I think that's what it is. We don't got a dollar anymore. Inflation. Inflation on the burger. (laughs) Golly, that's why paying you 16 bucks and 
double double cheeseburgers like three bucks now. Yeah, I, that's why QP's has always been a fan favorite. I think because they they've kept their inflation rates back by about four years. <laughs> <laughs> They're behind the times. <laughs> well, they just got a new intercom. <laughs> That's a big step. <laughs> That's a big step. You hear me clearly. It makes sense. So we got a couple of fan questions for you, Ryan. Okay. So do this is this is one that we had from uh, one of Adam's friends actually. Now, do realtors ever get a salary, or do they have to really just work for it? Um, it's twofold. Ninety some percent of the time, it's all commission. Yeah. Um, so you're not getting paid unless you're selling something. Right. Um, there are some. There's a lot of different formats of brokerages now. Uh, some of them do pay them. It's a very, very small one. I don't know of anybody in the area that does it. Right. Uh, but I do know, I've heard of the model where they pay a salary. So if they pay a salary, then they're expecting a certain amount of homes to be sold that year, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, the expectations change versus right. the commission model. I mean, it's it's on you. Right. What right. you're going to do. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So what? Um, how many business? Well, like you started your own that your business, right? Yeah, we opened in twelve. And and you started with how many people? Um, we had just two. You, just two? Yeah, technically we started with one when we opened, um, but I was working right beside a guy at Phillips Centers. Um, he moved over to us like after two weeks of being open. Okay, so how many does it depend on the, like the places or place that you sell or are showing? Like how many places do you have to have to sustain like this is my life, like this is my full-time gig now, like this is, oh, my, this is my business, like how many do you have to it's like have right now it's a weird number uh, we could talk <laughs> about this whole thing for hours to be honest with you. but um like, i guess until you brought in like a next person like okay we need more people now like how many did you oh, have to, like, like bringing sustain? new agents in yeah like how many places okay. did you guys have to like sell or show to be like okay we got this going this i see is what thing. you're saying um well, a lot of it is just depends on what agent you're going to bring in. Okay. Um, who they know, how many people they know. Uh, we're structured uh, to create more of like a success environment for each agent. Yeah. Uh, we show them the, the tools. It's up to them if mm-hmm. they're going to take advantage of everything we have in place. So do they have certain territories then? No. No. It's more of like game. a friendship zone, to be well, honest okay. with That's you. That's good, though. Everyone kind of helps everybody out. Like, yeah. hey, yeah. That, that's good. <clears throat> Does it always work that way, though? Uh, with us, it does. Yeah. Um, I've been doing this 12 years. Yeah. To my knowledge, we've never had any agent ever. I feel like it's just a competition. So, I mean, it looks like it is from the outside looking in. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I mean, I didn't know that's how you guys, that's your business model, though, was mm-hmm. to like create success for each of your agents. But from the outside looking in, you know, you hear real estate agent and you hear 85 different names. Right. And then, and then you know, you think, okay. You know, I know forty of them. I don't want to make yeah, any see of them those, mad. See the yeah. billboards and stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, <clears throat> it's probably more perceived than anything. One thing that's it's very neat if you would talk to a realtor in general is that we're all under different brokerages. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's strangely enough, we all work together. You know, it's that's just good. That, like when you guys show up to work, you know, you have the certain platform you work under. Right. You know, however you do it, but like with us, you know, I might be working with another agent from another brokerage. Okay. We're trying to get the same job done. Okay. Gotcha. You know, no different if you're working in on the factory line and you're trying to get so many widgets pounded out. Yeah. You know, by ten days, we're trying to get one home sold in so many days. Okay. So is it is it true or false? Then does a realtor 
get a commission off of a um, bought home from so like let's say I'm selling my home you're my realtor mm -hmm. and we sell my home do you get commission off of that so I'm the one listing your home for yeah. sale yeah yeah so we have a fee that we charge to so, the client <clears throat> and if let's say the the buyer was somebody else with a different realtor yeah so okay. what we do then is we put it up we have our percentage we put on the property once yeah. we sell it you guys agree to pay us that yeah and then we also kind of like your promotion fee basically for promoting yeah. that that mm -hmm. that property and then we we basically throw out a carrot in front of all the other agents whether yeah. it be in our brokerage or another local brokerage that we will give you this percent yeah if you bring a buyer okay so now i've always heard this and you, that's is why i'm bringing it up because i'm not sure how true this is but I've always heard that you need to go with a realtor because um, just like us with our marketing you know, job, we basically have the tools and, the, and the, uh, the applications and the software to be able to promote what a first sale by owner cannot do. Mm -hmm. So is that basically where you guys come in for selling a home? There's tons of reasons. I mean, obviously, I could go on with that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, we have the tools and the knowledge to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're ever in one of our trainings, you're a new agent in there. The one thing that I like to remind some of these guys is that they, they go through like hours of training to take a test, to even get licensed. Right. And some people have sold, you know, maybe sold or bought their own purchases and sales, you know, maybe one to three homes. Right. And then they step into this role. And newer agents obviously have a little bit lack of knowledge versus you know, an experienced agent. And I always have to pause and remind them like, hey guys, like remember you took all this training and you're sitting in front of us right now, like learning how to do this. Yeah. Now look at that for sale by owner. Okay. I'm not knocking for sale by owners, but right. they were as experienced as you were before you took these classes. Yeah. And you're still not like you're ninety some percent into it. You're not a hundred. Yeah, yeah. And they'll admit it. You know, in the first couple yeah. of weeks. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's yeah. There's a lot of knowledge. Yeah. Um, you know, for the most part, um, inmates are worked with me. You can sell your house on your own. That's fine. I don't have an issue with it. Um, when you need an agent, usually is when there's a problem. Yeah. Which, if you can run through life problem free, your life's doing pretty good. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> right, typically, right. that's when we're needed. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it could be just as something as simple as like, hey, like we ran into our house didn't appraise. Yeah. How do we fix that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're on the, for, they're for sale by owner. Right. Now we will help people. You know, yeah. we're not that kind of people, but right. You know what? what yeah, what I know. Do we I've, do heard, I've actually heard you say that before, especially in our BNI meeting. Yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll step in and help somebody with that. Yeah. But I mean, it could or it could just be something as simple. You know, hey, we had our home inspection and they found like a really small area of mold in our house. Like it's not a pain. It's just we have to find somebody to clean it up. Like yeah. who does this? Yeah. And it's like, well, we know four people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they just got to look and be, they know of none. Right. Yeah. You know? right. Now, is that worth our 100% fee? No, not one nugget. You yeah. know, but by the time we fill that pot full of nuggets, yeah. like, mm -hmm. believe me, our fee is well worth it. Yeah. Gotcha. And we haven't even touched the, you know, the marketing, the promotional part of it. Right. You know, that we do. I mean, that's almost pre programmed, you know, as right. far as the brokerage goes, how we do some of that stuff. That's crazy. Well, hey, let's. We're gonna take a break here for a second, and uh, we're gonna read from our sponsor, Drink Aid, here. Sweet. And we'll get back to uh, some more questions for you, Ryan. Okay. Yeah. 
What is DrinkAid? DrinkAid, previously known as Never Too Hungover, is an innovative and exciting natural supplement drink that is set to revolutionize the category of hangover prevention products. It is the perfect life hack for the busy people who work hard, play hard, and enjoy life to the fullest. It comes in a 3.4-ounce bottle, TSA-friendly for treble, and it's a great-tasting dietary supplement consisting of a natural blend of vitamins, antioxidants, amino acids, nutrients, and minerals. It formula helps neutralize and process the toxins caused by alcohol in the liver, thus ensuring you to feel great the morning after a night out on the town. Use code MYSIXPACK for free shipping on six-pack of DrinkAid. Celebrate and feel great tomorrow with this great functioning beverage, DrinkAid. Celebrate and feel great the next morning. All right, so have you ever had any paranormal experiences in, like, any of these houses? Like, have you ever had, like, where, you know, like, either you would take somebody through them and they were just like, um, you know, did they have any questions? Or did you have actually houses where you guys, do you have to disclose that? Paranormal activity? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. Yeah, that, yeah. That'd I mean, be if a the uh, seller, I guess, knew 100% that there was paranormal activity, <laughs> they, they should probably say something. Yeah, I, I want to know if I'm like, open my closet and there's like a, a portal to like Vigo's dimension Narnia. or something. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> that'd be a perk. Well, though. It's Vigo. That'd be a perk, though. Uh, but no, <laughs> we, I mean, obviously, like, away. looking at some houses, they're yeah. scary looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the older houses just have that connotation, even though they might just be sweet. Okay. You know, okay. they kind of have that uh, that vibe and feel to them. Um, sometimes you can kind of get freaked out a little bit being in one. Yeah. Um, I've had some clients that uh, they, there's no activity, but they think gotcha. something's going on. So the only way I debunk yeah. that is when I go into the houses. Some places, like probably like you said, older and newer houses, with their electrical wires, you can almost like feel... Like it's almost like someone's watching you. It's like electrical wires, but it's like the energy field of like the older places. Yeah, it's been debunked on a few spots. Hmm. Yeah. I might get out like that, like a little so, EMF finder, and like, oh, here, it is. oh, oh, it's your power cord. That's what's watching, <laughs> watching you. So one of our agents had one of those. Yeah. Those electric magnetic field. That's awesome. You You're find, the expert at those. Did he right? find anything? Uh, we never found anything. Uh, we took him in probably the perceived two or three. Oldest, creepiest houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And nothing. No portals or nothing. No. Did you ever have like an experience where you just felt like you were like being watched? Yeah, I had that one time. Uh, there was a house on the corner on Auglaise Street that um, I showed somebody the property. And about everywhere you went, it just felt like somebody. Yeah, no. Nope. You know, was looking. So I don't know if Weird. it was. Uh, That's a big nope for That's me. That's not good. But it was also <laughs> occupied, and people do strange things. Ah. You know, so Scooby Doo action going yeah, on. Huh? Maybe he was just. It's uh, the maintenance guy <laughs> from the third floor. <laughs> Would have gotten away with the tube one for you kids. <laughs> I knew it. It was Mr. Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, though. Just get that feeling especially when you have to go be the like what are you like the one of the first ones into the house yeah typically to show it and stuff one, yeah mm-hmm. so you gotta so, be the one that feels out the spirits and exactly, exactly. <laughs> Great. you do get uh sometimes you'll find like some cool stories yeah okay there's usually not anything like gruesome grotesque or anything but, okay you know, I, I can remember when i was a kid this was going right. on there and you know that's this, interesting that, that's thing. cool so have you ever had any like bad neighbor experiences while showing homes um i don't i don't think i would know 
Yeah. Those people were fairly we're, polite. Like, we're like big stepbrother fans. Gotcha. So, so like, no, nobody was dressing up, no fertilizer, yeah. surpluses, <laughs> yeah. or anything like that. No Hitler mowing the lawn. <laughs> no, no Hitler mowing the yard. Just he died. just died last night. <laughs> Can you come back tomorrow? <laughs> That's interesting. All right. Well, hey, let's get into a game real quick. We're going to play Bean Boozled. Have you ever played Bean Boozled, Ryan? No, never have. Never have? Never okay. Right so we're going to play Bean Boozled. Basically, you spin this little spinner. Uh, you have to pick whatever it lands on, and hopefully it's not a gross type of jelly bean, basically, okay. is what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Am I going to spin this first? Adam's first. still, uh, Adam's still hurting from this morning. Yes, yeah, stupid one-chip challenge, thanks. <laughs> it's not spinning. So once we play this, and then we will get into your rapid-fire questions that Adam has for you. Okay. Okay, I got birthday cake or dirty dishwater. That's not too bad. Uh, I don't know. This one right here. Go ahead. Oh, oh. Just go again, Adam. Just go again. <laughs> he dropped it right on the floor. Just take another color. There you go. Didn't go we ahead. talk? Er, didn't we talk earlier in this episode about uh, me spilling stuff on my tra- on myself? <laughs> At least it's hard candy. I have to clean it <laughs> off my shirt. <laughs> go ahead, spin, spin away. All right, I'm gonna let Ryan go next here. Don't be dirty dishwater. <laughs> so I got. Pomegranate or old bandage? Mmm. Old bandage? What kind of God. flavor is that? I don't think I'm going to know what an old bandage smells like, but go ahead, Trick. Alrighty, alright. So how we're going to do this is we're going to we're going to eat these, and then as you're eating it, Adam's going to start firing off these questions to you. Uh-oh. I'm not very good at spinning this thing. As I said, I think it's broken. Is it broke? Jesus, maybe I just got manhandled. There we go. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay, so I got. Well, that's what he got. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go the one below it. I'm gonna go with. Uh, Ooh, who would want to eat that one? I want to (laughs) know. It was toasted marshmallows Mm. or a stink bug. Oh. Yeah. No, I'm good on that one. So, but the one below uh, Ryan's old bandage one was tutti frutti or stinky socks. So that's where I'm sitting at. Hey, good luck, man. That's a lot of uh, random jelly beans that look delicious. I think it. I think it's this one. I think it's this pink. This pink colored with dots all over it. Oh, give me a good one. Or I, is it this one? I need a, I think something it's good one. from this. They're kind of hard to figure out. Yeah, they're they're I a just, little. I just little I just it, I just grabbed one, man, and hope for the best. Okay, all right. Well, I'm gonna go with this one here. Give me a countdown. Three, two, one, go. Oh, ma'am. Tutti Frutti. It's not pomegranate. <laughs> it's not pomegranate. Dirty dishwater. Oh. It's a little soapy. I did get Tutti Frutti. All right, Ryan. Okay. What's, your, <laughs> oh, what's your favorite wing sauce? Well, I'm going to go mild. Mild? Mild. Trig? Um, like I said, I, I, I'm a I'm a huge fan of. Well, there's a lot of different wing places in Walpock that I enjoy. Um, and I can't just say one because they all have different types of wings that I like. But sauce wise, I'm a Buffalo fan through and through. Astro Lane's Buffalo sauce does it for me, man. That, that that Buffalo sauce is on point. But if I'm going like a different route than Buffalo, the sweet heat from the in between is right on. Okay, right on point. Sounds good. Sounds real good. Better than this dishwater jelly bean. <laughs> Were you ever fired? If so, what happened? If not, what was the first job you ever quit at and what happened? Um, let's see. 
So first legit job over 18 would have been mowing and doing sand traps at the Walpock Country Club. Um, essentially, essentially, I quit because <laughs> school started. <laughs> oh, okay. And winter was probably looming, and there's not a real big need for <laughs> yeah. the sand trap guy in yeah. the middle of winter. Me? My turn now? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, my job that I quit, my first job I ever quit was uh, at Burger King here in Wapak. The BK? Yeah, I was like 16, but I got a car and like there was a new pizza place that came into town. I believe it was called Fox's. Yeah, it was Fox's Den. Mm. <clears throat> and I became a delivery driver for them. We're making 16. You're like, I'm out of here. Yeah, well, I mean, I think I was making like 765 at the time. That was the top notch back then, huh? Dude, balling. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, what scares you? Um, as far as anything, I would say probably anything happening to my kids. Oh, yeah. Sounds the same, same with you. Oh, yeah. Papa Bear. Um, I don't know what I'm scared But you just of. have girls, right? Yes. Yeah, all girls. Do you know the difference between raising boys and girls? No. no. So if they're running at full speed yeah. and they collide... And they fall on the ground. Yes. You pick your daughter up and you hug her and you kiss her. Yeah. And then you tell your son to get his ass up. <laughs> <laughs> Tough love, Bubba. Tough love. Chelsea does that now to the girls. <laughs> I thought the uh, the difference was girls break your heart and boys just break shit. <laughs> could be. Could be. Yeah. I don't know if I'm 100% there yet. <laughs> um, okay. Stale Sour Patch Kids or Fresh Circus Peanuts? Oh, fresh circus peanuts. Like the what in the world? Like not like the shell. It's like the, no. He's talking about the things that taste like styrofoam. The styrofoam. Those are gross. Mm, Ryan. My favorite. Are you favorite about? candies. And what does it mean by fresh? What is yeah? Like is that fresh off <laughs> like the line? Fresh styrofoam peanuts. How does one get fresh so, circus peanuts? How, what do they taste like first off? Deliciousness. Oh, I beg to differ. <laughs> but the, the difference has to be if you had an old circus peanut. Yeah. It's hard. Okay. So fresh just has to be soft. So it's probably soft then. I guess yeah. I've never I've never had one of those. So before, a fresh ever. one is like a Nerf bullet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and an old one is a really old Nerf bullet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like a walnut. <laughs> like a walnut. Because they do sit on the shelf a while. Uh, I bet. Because nobody you, buys them. <laughs> you buy them. Sometimes they're hard. Cause, Sometimes Because Ryan hard. is the only one walking into the store to buy them. He's he, like, it's two packs got for any a buck. Fresh <laughs> circus no peanuts. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. going stale Sour Patch Kids all day over fresh styrofoam <laughs> off the press. I'm only, staying, I'm only saying stale Sour Patch only because I've never tried a, I guess, circus peanut, nor a fresh circus peanut. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go with Stale Sour Patch. <clears throat> Last song you listened to? Uh, Salt in the Swing by Dire Straits. Ooh. Okay. Mine was BTS Butter this morning when we got up with the girls. I don't know what we're listening to on the way here. I guess on the way to work, I'm, I don't know, Christopher Cross, Salem. Salem. Is that the magician, Christopher Cross? I mean, he might have been a magician after he started singing. <laughs> There's that. Oh, I'm thinking Chris Angel. Oh, yeah. Magic. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, <laughs> have you ever stolen anything ever? Uh, years ago, I did the uh, kitty steal on a candy bar from the store. Oh, just, just straight, just oh, yeah. put it in your pocket real quick. Mm-hmm. What candy bar was it? It was a Snickers. It was from the, the Big Bear Pantry Pride here in town. 
Hmm. Satisfy the, the hunger. Big Bear. That used to be where Lowe's was, right? Or where Lowe's is. No, well, I should rephrase this to be the Little Bear. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right. okay. We're going back a little ways. Well, gotcha. We had two Big Bears. Gotcha. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. What about you, Trey? I, you I, don't, I don't think I've ever stolen anything. No, no hearts or... <laughs> No. Nothing, nothing at all? Definitely not in the arts. <laughs> to make mine a long story short, when I was three, at Love's or uh, Hills or whatever in Lima, had that little heart, Hills, I think it was, mm-hmm. stole a little helicopter, like toy helicopter out of like a firefighter set. And the, I mean, no. the cellophane was open. No. So I pulled it out and started playing with it and took it home. And parents said, how'd you get that? I was like, Shh. found it at the store. <laughs> ready to play with it. Like, no, yeah, we Adam. T- we got to take that back. Adam, that's not true. That's not? Can koozie. Spencer's Gifts. 2007. Oh, yeah. That was <laughs> definitely a mishap. So the earliest was, was the, the, uh, the helico- toy helicopter. One of the most recent that I can think of was, yes, 2008. Can koozie from Spencer's. That's another time. Halloween night. <laughs> Coming up on an anniversary. <laughs> Funny story. Favorite Halloween costume you have. Uh, favorite Halloween costume would have had to have been uh, dressed up like a mummy when I was little. And if I remember right, my brothers dressed up in the same costume. So, so it was cool. the same toilet paper? <laughs> it wasn't used. It wasn't used. But uh, well, the costume was. Hand me but... down, Charmin. <laughs> <laughs> Love <Yeah>. this costume. <laughs> the mummy costume. So what was it? So was it like a rubber mask then or? No, it was pretty creative. So like it was like a bandages. sheet. So you started off kind of like a ghost. So okay. You put a sheet over and had the holes, and that was all black around there. And then basically just took like strips of fabric. Okay. And would wrap it around. Almost like a ace bandage. Almost like fabric. a mummy. Yeah. Hmm. You know? That's sweet. Nice. <laughs> Almost like a mummy. Yeah, I was a mummy that year. <laughs> Are you trading? Did you hear he was a mummy? Oh, yeah? Is that what he was? <laughs> my favorite costume would have been the Mr. T costume I did the year we went to that Halloween back in 2008. Oh, yeah. The same Halloween Spencer's. That <laughs> was the same What year. a coincidence. Who, mine, who were you Mine year? was actually one of my favorites, too, because it was one of the easiest to get ready. It was uh, Party Boy from Jackass. I was uh, just in a banana hammock and a bow tie. <laughs> That was it. But he had the he, he had the uh, jumpsuit, so he would rip it off and just go dancing around oh, random people. Easy. I didn't know him nice. at all. Easy. Great night. Great yeah. night. Yeah, strangers loved him that day. <laughs> <laughs> what What's your dream car? If you had a car, what would be your dream vehicle? Or, or truck, SUV. What would be your dream vehicle? Vehicle. <laughs> I don't know exactly what it would be. Um, it would have to be like a sports car. That did everything a truck did. Okay. But something that did cool stuff like a Jeep. Well, I think Elon Musk is coming out with something like that. <laughs> coming, coming soon. Coming soon coming in the electric soon. version. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, j- he just broke up with his girlfriend I saw on the internet today. Really? Yeah. So Why? he's going to come up with something new, I'm sure. <laughs> Love song? <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope not. I, I think that'll be the only thing that he doesn't sell. <laughs> <laughs> Trey, what's your favorite car you had? Or your My, dream vehicle? Mine would be the one that I got now. I just wish I had more accessories and Jeep. more money to spend on it. Okay. <laughs> understand that. So the Jeep Wrangler, for sure. Your last famous stand-up comedian you watched. Not necessarily your favorite, but what's your last comedian you watched? Ooh. Stand-up comedian. Love stand-up. Anyone? Me. Bill Burr. Yeah, you. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. That was what, the last was one it, Do you know which one it was? We watched... 
three Paper hour tiger. long, hour and a half specials on our way back from. Oh, so you saw you, you oh, probably saw them all then. Yeah, I never all heard of one, him maybe. before. And they put this guy on. Yeah. Oh, well, I bet that was and a. It was like six hours later. <laughs> it's like nice. their first time ever. First time Bill ever. Burr. Nice. I bet yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. Bill with Burr's no hilarious. disclaimer against anybody in the van with me. <laughs> Bill Burr is absolutely hilarious. He's actually, I don't know, do you follow comedians at all? A little bit. So, like Bill Burr, Tom Segura, who's another great comedian, and uh, Bill Kreischer, who is it Bill Kreischer? Burt Bert Kreischer. Kreischer. Sorry, Burt Kreischer. Sorry. My bad, guys. My fault on that one. Anyway, those three are actually like best friends. Oh wow! And they're all like top of their game right now. Mm. So it and they they actually have a YouTube channel out. Or well, Bert has a YouTube channel out called Getting Burnt with Bert, where he oh they both together. That's where right. he attempts to cook food. He's not a cook at all. At all. Oh, maybe I haven't. Seen and uh, Bill Burr and Tom Segura come on and basically as his guests as he tries to, and they are just busting each other's balls the entire <laughs> time. It is the most funniest YouTube video I've ever seen in my life. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah. I had no idea that was a thing. Oh, absolutely. That's great. Yeah, and he, he actually stuff. has tons of comedians on there. I, there's not very many episodes, but the episodes that he does have, it's all comedians that he has on there. Like Whitney Cummings shows up, Bobby Lee, Andrew Santino. But it's just mainly Bert having other people on there. <clears throat> yeah, and like they basically attempt to help him, but they, I mean, they, <laughs> they crack, make it worse. They crack on him the whole time. They're like, what? They're like, I think the one he's like trying to make pasta, and the one guy goes, Did you even wash your hands? He's like, No, who washes their hands? <laughs> <laughs> Step one. They're like, you're preparing this for us? And he's like, yeah, just shut up. <laughs> Ordering out as soon as I get there. <laughs> it, it, it's pretty funny. The Theo Vaughn shows up. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's an interesting, I think it's called Getting Burnt with Burt, but it's, it's on YouTube I'm going to check it out. It's, I'm definitely going to check it dude, out. It's super, you guys would enjoy it thoroughly. Um, but no, my last comedian I watched was, my last stand-up I saw, it was either Tom Segura or Anthony Jeselnik. I love Anthony Jesselman. He's okay. super dark humor. Super dark either. humor. Uh, you don't want to watch that with anybody else around besides yourself. Because <laughs> if, you, if you don't know anybody else's like humor level, like he it will get bad quick. He Test will, the waters by yourself. He will hit that point. <laughs> um, favorite movie of all time? Go ahead, Trig. I'm going to go with either Mystic River or Goodfellas. Oh, that's a good one. All my life, yeah. I wanted to be a gangster. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. do Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank? He, ne- oh, he didn't do it. One. He didn't do it. Yeah, that's what they said about OJ, too. <laughs> the only innocent man in Shawshank. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, last one. Um, say these words together. Trigger, you might know this. Rise up lights. Say them all together real fast, kind of. Rise up lights. Australian. Australian for bit now it's supposed to sound <laughs> I can't help myself every time. Every it's supposed time. to sound like razor blades, but I'll tell ta- Australian. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. Very good. That's all the rapid questions I got. All right, perfect. So hey, we're gonna do something a little bit a little bit different today. <clears throat> Instead of doing the would you rather's, we actually have uh, some current news that we're gonna go over. So uh, let's get into the first one here. All right. So, for our first story of the day, Boston's famous skinny house sold for a nice fat price on September 16th. So, the home in the city's north end hit the market in August for $1.2 million, and the deal was closed Thursday for $1.25 million, according to Zillow. The home received multiple offers and went under agreement for over list price in less than one week, 
Real estate agency CL Properties posted on Facebook. The four-story home built in 1862, according to a plaque on the facade, is about 1,100 square feet. Um, even though it is about 10 feet wide at its widest point, it narrows to the back at 9.25 feet. It has two bedrooms, one bathroom, and includes a private deck with a view of Boston Harbor. The home does not have a front door. Instead, residents enter through the side door, which is seen there. It was last sold in 2017 for $900,000. It is also known as the Spite House. According to the plaque, according to local lore, two brothers inherited some land. When one of them joined the army, the other built a large house that took up most of the land. When the soldier brother returned, he built the skinny house to block the other one's view of the sunlight. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> nice. So we got some pictures here. We're, we're actually going to post these up here, too. What do you think about that house for $1.25 million in Boston Harbor? Well, the story's got to be worth something. <laughs> Obviously. That is Ten, a 10 foot wide house. So, to put it in perspective, that's not that my house. Be, <laughs> that's not so, a it's house four for me. stories, 1,100 square feet, 10 feet wide. It's basically four 20 foot deep. 20-foot long shipping container. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. Stacked up on top. You want to try to think about it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's that's nuts. So, yeah. just, like, stacked side by side, 10 feet here, wide. Check it out, Adam. Yeah. And Here's the picture of the house. This is right it there. right that's, here? That is the house right and there. From he, from left to right, this this is only 10 feet? 10 feet. Oh. How do you, how do you stretch out? <laughs> How do you how do you stretch in the morning? But it looks it looks fairly looks renovated. I mean, it yeah, kind of cool. looks spacious, but I there mean, ain't no way I'm paying 1.25 million though for that place. No, no. <sighs> that just goes to show you the markets in different areas. It's yeah. insane. They have an alley. I can't remember. We were up in Boston two years ago, three years ago. Highly recommend it. But I was looking at prices there on some real estate company walls. And I can't remember the number, but you could almost figure it out like per bedroom. Yeah. I wanted to say as far as like living in Boston, it was like a million dollars a bedroom. Oh, wow. wow. Something like that. I mean, it was crazy. That's insane. insane. And then you hear about these New York City apartments that are just like. Super tiny. Like I, I, uh, J.J. Reddick, who just retired from the NBA. He has a house in the Bronx, I believe, or Brooklyn. Is that the same place? The Bronx. Yeah, they're, different. <laughs> they're different boroughs. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's like, what, seven different boroughs in New York City? So, anyway, I think he's in the Bronx, though. And he has, or maybe he's in, I'm not sure. Any, either way, I know they did like a Cribs tour of his house. And it was like a $12.8 million home. And it's a one story apartment. Like, it's huge, though. Like, it's like, I don't know, 18,000 square feet. Gotcha. But, like,. Why would you want to live on a one-story, 18,000-square-foot home in a downtown area? Like, you have options. That, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like Especially with, with his income. Yeah, with mm-hmm. money like that. I mean, the dude's made easily over $100 million over his career. Oh, yeah. I mean, would you pick a 12,000-square-foot apartment in the Bronx <laughs> to raise <laughs> a family? <laughs> I'm trying to. Did he, ever, did he ever play in the New York area? No, no, I don't think so. That's what I was more trying to think. Why did he ever move to that area? I think that's where he was. From. Well, he played. He played at Duke in college. Mm-hmm. Then he went to the Magic, and then I know he was a Clipper for a while. I know he was a what was his most recent team? Seventy um, Sixer, and then so that's Philadelphia. Yeah, no, I mean that would be the closest area. I think he was. 
He'd be by the most Philadelphia. Hmm. Must have been from there or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I have two questions about this while looking real quick. Go Just ahead. This. Is this an Airbnb? Can I stay here? <laughs> I don't think it is an Airbnb. <laughs> and is this the stairway right here? Yeah. Yeah. There's no way n- not one of us are going up a floor. <laughs> Do you see how narrow that? How do you go well, up look that? Look at the ladder-looking thing over here. What is yeah, the, yeah. It's like there's That's no to the attic. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I hope we show this on our pot. That is ridiculous. <laughs> that is insane. You better hope there's not it's a, a fire. It's a very tiny home. And, and for our listeners right now, I mean, this place is literally tiny. It is like I mean, you can just tell it is ten foot by ten foot. The kitchen probably is what maybe five foot wide. Well, the picture of the kitchen, you got the sink. Yeah, and then to the right of it's a dishwasher, and then a wall. So the kitchen probably is the full ten foot. Then I yeah. would say the kitchen's probably ten foot wide. But it's the width of a kitchen sink, a dishwasher, and two cabinets. Yeah, you're right. Though it's like four storage containers yeah. side and by side, and there's shelving space too. So I mean that that reduces your your walking area to probably seven foot at least. Probably, <laughs> yeah, seven to six feet. Jeez. Yo, I ain't, I ain't fitting in that house, bro. Dude. I ain't fitting in that house. I'm going to tell you straight up right now, there's no way I'm getting in the front door. Do they have a front door? Yeah, it's, it's on the, the side. side door. Oh, on the so, side door. Yeah, so it's private. I'm not even fitting down that alleyway. Are you kidding me? So I got a couple stories here that Adam's going to love. Oh, awesome. So the next story is American Gladiators. You guys remember the show? Yeah, absolutely. There will be a reboot from WWE and MGM reportedly in the works. What? According to Deadline, the WWE and MGM are looking to revive the classic competition series created by Dan Carr, John Ferraro. MGM chairman Mark Burnett is said to be pitching the reboot to various broadcasters, though it remains unclear which, if any, network will take it. Maybe this will take off a little better than the XFL. I don't know. Reports the updated American Gladiators will feature a number of WWE stars. There's no word on whether showrunners will continue the series' original format or if they plan to revise it to better compete with the slew of current competition shows like American Ninja Warrior, Floor is Lava, Wipeout, and Holy Moly. Dude, I think they should bring it up, man. I love that. They brought it back once already, didn't they? Uh, I think they attempted it, and it was only lasted for like one episode, though. Really? I think I don't know. I I mean I never saw anything I, of it. I saw the new people. But I'm talking about when I was like real like a wee lad, and then growing up to like maybe like mid, maybe like early twenties, they revamped it again. It could be. I I'm met sure. one of the gladiators in Texas. His Did name was really? the Wolf. He's a rodeo clown now. <laughs> he's a rodeo <laughs> clown. How, how fitting! How fitting! But he he has an album now. But he's pretty. So, he's still pretty buff. The original American Gladiators, which aired between 1989 and 1996. Uh, featured a group of amateur athletes going head-to-head in a series of physical competitions. Signature events included the Swing Shot, Powerball, and Pyramid. Uh, Since its debut, American Gladiators had had a dozen international adaptations uh, and was revived in 2008 with hosts Hulk Hogan and Layla Ali. That's right, that's right. NBC pulled the plug on the series shortly after the second season. It was reported that the decision was based on poor ratings. However... Mm. There was some speculation it would move to another network. In 2018, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg joined forces with Ferraro to give American Gladiators another life. The trio and MGM reportedly shopped the series to multiple broadcasters, but it ultimately never aired. Here's hoping MGM has better luck this time around. Yeah, so maybe that would be awesome to have WWE wrestlers. I mean, I feel like anytime Seth Rogen's behind and Evan Goldberg's behind anything, it's going to happen. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's going to be sweet. Because there's, I mean, those guys just get stuff done, man. They do. 
They smoke a lot of weed, but they get stuff done. <laughs> they they're very progressive, <laughs> especially when it comes to WWE and stuff. That's that's gonna be awesome. Sorry, yeah. you said WWE, and I'm I'm in. I know. I'm for I it. Know. They change up the games a little bit, make it more relevant or uh, like relevant for like you know said American Engine Warrior, right? Right. And other game shows like that, Floors Lava, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm so excited. here's here's the next story. Uh, current story right now. This just came out last night. <clears throat> Animated Super Mario Brothers movie cast Chris Pratt, Seth Rogen, and more. Nice. That's gonna be sweet. That is going to be Wait, cool. live. Like live action or live? I'm pretty animated? sure it's a live action, and I'm pretty sure that Ryan dressed up like a Mario Brothers at one Luigi. point. Luigi mm-hmm. dressed up like Luigi. Oh, awesome! Mm-hmm. So Chris Pratt is entering the world of Super Mario Brothers. First off, do you guys remember the the original like Super Mario Brothers movie? Like it was a live action. I movie? own it. Oh wow! No, I yep. don't. You, you don't no. remember that? There's a real live Mario. There were plumbers. Yep. There were plumbers. It was an well, interesting. Well, I mean, that's how the Mario Brothers. Right, are right, right, plumbers, right. but right. like in real life, that's it. Was the guy who played the uh, the pest? Oh, John Leguizamo, and the guy who played in Hook, not C- Captain Hook, Shmee, I believe. Oh, the guy with the glasses. Um, I think can't remember his name. I know who Shmi, you're talking about. Shmi, talking I, about me. Yeah, I know Anthony. Who, uh, yeah, I know who you're no. talking about, though. But I think they play Mario and Luigi. Yeah, oh, wow. John this Leguizamo is legit. Played Luigi. Yeah. Yep. That's a that had to have been his first movie ever. Live action, live action, yeah. super legit. Super that. Mario Brothers. Yeah, it was around the same time uh, time frame as like when the first Ninja Turtles live action movie came out, which was way better than the Super Mario Brothers movie. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. there was like, three or four. Ninja yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was one Super Mario Brothers, and they're just like we're sticking to video games. <laughs> so here, so here, here's more on that. So Chris Pratt is entering the world of Super Mario Brothers. As reported by Deadline, the 42-year-old actor will lead the star-studded cast of the upcoming animated-based uh, on the iconic video okay, game. Okay, so cool. it is animated, okay, unfortunately. Cool. The news was announced Thursday by Mario creator Shigeru Miyamoto. Makes sense. Who confirmed the, nor- the movie's North American project. Okay. Pratt will take on the role of Mario, and Charlie Day will voice his brother Luigi. Ha! That's That's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> the Queen's Gambit star Anya Taylor-Joy will voice Princess Peach, while Jack Black and Seth Rogen will play Bowser and Donkey Kong. Nice. <laughs> this is going to be cool. Respectively, the film will also star Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad, Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek, and comic Sebastian Maniscalco as Spike. The flick will be directed by Aaron Horvath and Michael Jelinek with a script from Matthew Fogel. Miyamoto will produce mm. the Super Mario Brothers alongside Illumination founder Chris Melodidandre. It's coming out next year? Why these names are so difficult. <laughs> well, because um, originally Super Mario Brothers started in Japan. <laughs> so they're gonna have some names that I can't pronounce. Yeah, I can't even pronounce regular last names, let alone these people. Yeah. So uh, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, are you a movie guy? Yeah, I'm a big movie guy. Are you? Okay. So we got uh, all the new movies that'll be coming out up until December here that we're gonna talk Woo-hoo! about. Okay. okay. So do you know? Of, do you know of any new movies that you're anticipating right now? Um, unfortunately, with kids, I think the biggest one we've been talking about is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yes. Oh, that is a big one. Yeah, yeah, my kids are excited about that one. That one's next year, though, isn't it? I'm not sure. I have to ask myself. <laughs> I think it's not is. soon enough. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So he, he, these are the ones that will be coming out this year uh, okay. from now until December. 
First, we have The Guilty. This will be on Netflix on October 1st, oh, so very okay. soon. Netflix movie. So this is about a troubled police detective demoted to 911 operator duty, scrambles to save a distressed caller during a harrowing day of revelations and reckonings. Mm. So it's going to feature uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Ah, okay. And uh, Ethan Hawke. So, and the, uh, I believe. Interesting. Yeah, the director's and Antoine Fuqua. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but yeah. I think you are. So I've actually seen the trailer for that one, though. It actually looks really, really good. I don't know if I've seen the trailer. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, I know they, it was on Netflix. Yeah, they, I know. they actually have the trailer out now on Netflix. Okay. So it actually looks really good, though. Check I'm, it out. Yeah, basically it's like this uh, This woman gets kidnapped, and it, there's like uh, – it almost looks like wildfires are happening in L.A., and he's a 911 operator and basically tries to s- save her life, and nobody knows where she's at. The guilty – What's called? Yep, yep. Hmm. It almost seems like there's a plot twist. Well, I like plot twists. Like Inception. <laughs> so, Adam, we know your favorite one here. Venom, let there be carnage. Hell yes. <laughs> and that makes sense it's coming out, because it seems like every time you flip them on, the old Venom movie yeah. is on TV. Yeah. Have, you, have you seen the old Venom? At this point, I have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've mean, it every five minutes. It's not that old, though. 2018. No, it's not old. I feel like, I feel but like it's on it. all the time. Yeah, it's going by quick. Like, yeah. Do you like the original? It's it's okay. Yeah, yeah I like Tom okay. Hardy as it. Yeah, I think I, Tom Hardy plays a really good mm-hmm. Venom. So I think this is going to be a little bit better. They have uh, Woody Harrelson playing Carnage. Yeah, Woody Harrelson is playing the villain. Mister ran out of money or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Going from white man can't jump <laughs> white, all the way to playing an evil villain jump. with animated suit on. It's crazy how the <laughs> it's crazy how time just expresses your villainous to come out. <laughs> Maybe he's getting old and angry. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, and here's another movie. Now, that one will come out also October 1st. Oh, this year, so these are all this year movies. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. These are all this year. Yeah. So, and one of my favorites that will be coming out, this is going to be a very good one, I think. It's called The Many Saints of Newark. Have you guys heard about this yet? Mm-mm. No. This is going to be an intense one. Uh, it's going to be in theaters on October 1st and on HBO Max. Okay. This is, so have you guys ever heard of the show The Sopranos? Yes, yes. absolutely. Okay, are you a fan of The Sopranos? Is this the one where he's growing up? Yeah. So he's growing up? Yes. Okay. Oh, so like it's it. like a prequel. This is, oh. the story, this is the story of Tony Soprano. I like that. That would be cool. Yeah, this is going to be a fun one. I'm super this excited This is on HBO. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, so this is about young Anthony Soprano growing up with his uncle and watching how his uncle does business. Oh, sweet. So kind of, yeah. oh, that's going to be learning cool. learning the trade. Learning the trade, yeah. Was Sopranos based so, on a true story? No. No, that's I mean it's bad. probably based on like. You would have to say as we know. You would have to say it's based on a true. You'd be crying out loud. <laughs> I don't know if it had like a, a certain specific <laughs> person persons that revolved around, but I'm sure there's it's no person. There's no real Anthony Soprano. Okay, but he's a. I mean, it's played by James Gandolfini. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. But he, he, I, yeah, that show was amazing. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. that show was amazing. Like I said before, my favorite my favorite movie was um, you know Goodfellas, but I also I didn't mind. Now, if you're a mafia fan though, which I am, deep into that storyline, I love all that stuff. But uh, if you guys haven't seen, and it's super long. What's the one? What was the newest one that came out with uh, Robert De Niro? The Irishman. Long. The Irishman. Yeah. That was like five yeah. hours long. <laughs> it was a super long movie, but I found it super Pretty interesting. Damn My wife was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> 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 I found it super interesting, though. But did you watch that one at all? 
Um, I saw a majority of it. It's a it long movie. Long what is it, like three hours and 30 minutes? Something, something like, that? like that. It's not as long as the Justice League Z- Z- Zack Snyder cut, which is like four and a half hours. Oh but my still anything over two hours movie is pretty long. But That's better- crazy. Keeps me interested. So the next movie that'll be coming out will be October eighth, James Bond: No Time to Die. Ooh, another this Bond. Be, this will be known as Daniel Craig's last James. Ah, oh, I was just about to ask: Is this going to be his last one? This will be the last one. Is, this is what one? they're saying. Okay. Okay. So who knows if it'll be true? When does that come out? October eighth. Nice. Another October. Yep. October fifteenth, we have Halloween Kills. Mm. Now, do I really need to tell you the plot here? <laughs> is it Mike Myers. They're going to try to make this one the last one until 2030, I think. (laughs) Jeez. The Jamie Lee Curtis? Jamie Lee Curtis is reprising her role. She's going to have a kid, and then she's going to have a a grandchild, and then it's going to continue on for another 50 years? (laughs) (laughs) I think so. I think so. It look, from the preview that I've seen, if you guys haven't seen it yet, it looks looks pretty terrible. I mean, it's another Halloween movie. Does it come out Halloween day? Uh, no, October fifteenth. Oh, okay. October fifteenth. Word the up. Fastest walk in history. Is that what that is? That I, just, can, I, I still he can under- walk five miles and we can sprint and he'll beat us there. Put him in a five k already. Oh, <laughs> Put him in a 5K. race charity. Awareness. <laughs> never figured that out. Michael Myers. I've, I've never figured out that story yet. Like I don't understand. Like I feel like don't they kill him in every single movie? Just about. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I. But I, hey. Halloween comes. Halloween comes once a Didn't year. Didn't Buster Rhymes kill him in a movie? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta come back once a year, man. You gotta come back, you know. I guess so. Uh, I don't know, man. All right, the next one we got is the Last Duel. This is a medieval story featuring Matt Damon. I'm sure you guys have seen the trailer for this Matt one already. Damon, they've, I have. They've really promoted this one. And um, uh, the guy who plays Kylo Ren in Star Wars. Is that Adam in? Driver? Yes, okay. Adam Driver. He's in as well. Yep. That looks actually. Pretty badass. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a good movie. Ben Affleck's supposed to be in it, too. Um, it says it's based on a true story, too. It, it is. It is. And Ridley Scott's directing it. Ridley Scott's done a lot of oh, good cool. things. Awesome. So he actually has two movies coming out this uh, in the next couple months. Okay. So the next movie is Dune. Have you heard of Dune yet? Oh, man. So I read the book when I was younger, and I watched the old movie, and it is awesome. Really? That's I'm, good? I'm excited for the new movie. Okay, so for those of us that don't know what Dune is, Dune is about a brilliant and gifted young man named Paul who's born into a great destiny beyond his understanding, must travel to the most dangerous planet in the universe to ensure the future of his family and his people. As malevolent forces explode into conflict over the planet's exclusive supply of the most precious resource in existence, only those who can conquer their own fear will survive. Hell yeah. Sounds like a lot to unravel. It's a lot. It's been a while since that. The the old movie came out, I think, before I was born, maybe. Okay. So there was a book. Was there a video game, too? I think there was an older video game. It's still... it would have been like old. a computer game. It, yeah, it might yeah. be. Might yeah, be. I don't know. I've With a floppy idea. disk. <laughs> that big black one. Just grab that. Yeah. Shove it in your <laughs> shove it in your modem. Yeah, that one with the what is it? Uh uh Oregon Trails. The yeah. old computer yeah. game. The old Oregon Trails game. <laughs> so now I don't I don't know a lot of people uh in this cast. Timothy uh is it Chalamet? Kalame? Oh, this is for Dune? Know. Yeah, yeah. This is the. I only know a few people in it. Yeah, but Rebecca the, Ferguson, uh, Oscar Isaac, Josh Brolin's in it. Uh, Dave Bautista. Yep. Um, Zendaya. So a couple of them people are in there. Jason Momoa is in it as well. Yeah. The Aquaman guy. So the next one we have is the harder they fall. This is about when an outlaw discovers his enemy is being released from prison. He reunites his gang to seek revenge. 
Never heard of it. So it, it should be a different one. Is uh, this in theaters? Or? Uh, it doesn't say. It doesn't say, but it comes out November 3rd. Okay. Um, this is a majority black cast, actually, though, for a Western. So it's actually the first Western ever with a majority black cast. So it's Sweet. Be super interesting to watch. Awesome. Uh, Idris Elba, who's an amazing actor, is going to be heading Ooh, this. Ooh, he's going to be in it? Yeah, he's actually, I think he's the main, oh, awesome. main guy. I like Idris Elba. Yeah, he's amazing. So I'm excited to see that one. Adam, I'm going to let you take away this next one because I have no idea what this is. And Adam is our huge Marvel expert over here. So, Eternals. <laughs> Adam, take it away. Director Chloe uh, Zhao cast uh, Jim. I mean, yeah, it comes it, out November 5th, right? Uh, yeah, November 5th. It's so, basically another. Mar- it basically is a Marvel movie. Um, I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to explain. They're just Eternals that are, have been. It's like waiting around. If you ever watch all the mo- like the Marvel stuff, they always so, ask. And like, these are superheroes that have like basically been alive forever, ever. They're but like, they're where have you been? Just like coming above. Yeah, they're like, hey, they're they're in the out. whole Thanos snap thing. Where were you guys during that? And yeah. they're gonna basically just, I don't know. I'm really excited. It's been a while since I read the comic books, but now they're coming out with that. I'm just. I don't want to describe. I don't know how to describe yeah. it. So one of the biggest movies, though, that now is anticipated, and I don't know if you guys know this or not, but there's a star-studded cast movie called Red Notice that comes out November 12th. Um, mm-hmm. From what we hear right now, Netflix is actually taking it from Universal to premiere on, on their oh, platform. Wow. Really? That's the story. So huh. this the cast is The Rock, uh, Gal Gadot, who plays Wonder Woman, and Ryan Reynolds. Oh, wow. Wow. So and here's the storyline of it. It's an Interpol-issued Red Notice is a global alert to hunt and capture the world's most wanted but when a dating or when a daring heist brings together the FBI's top profiler, played by The Rock, and two rival crim- criminals, Gal Gadot and uh, Ryan Reynolds, there's no telling what will happen. Hmm. So it's kind of leaving it open for us. But it's just having big name actors, just like the Eternals. They have uh, what's her name? It says Angelina Angelina Jolie. Yeah, Angelina Jolie is uh, yeah in the Eternals. Eternals but Red well. Notice, she said The Rock. The Rock, Gal Gadot, and Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. That's gonna be great. Yeah, so it's a huge start, and that's just the—I mean, that's just the three of them. But there's there's more in that as well. Okay. So the next one we got is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh-oh. Finally, hell yeah, it's gonna come out. It's yes. been like put back. I don't know, Ryan, if you if you're a Ghostbusters fan or not, but we know that Ghostbusters actually this movie was supposed to come out two years ago. Yeah. Oh really? I didn't yeah. Know that. They and actually had it already shot. They had promotion posters out. I remember going to the movie theater and they had the the trailer already yes. out saying that it was coming and out I was like, oh, in the summer so of awesome. 2019. Holy now all the kids are like grown up and they have to like reshoot some shots yeah, and they stuff. Had some kids the from the Stranger Things cast. Yeah, had a okay. couple in there. So they're like, yep. oh, you're old now. So let's That's gotta redo this. So yeah, I was like, to, Damn it. yeah, they have to do like CGI to a lot of the cast members and stuff like that. It's going to be insane. But I'm but, excited that it's finally coming out. Yeah, because Paul Rudd's going to be in it. Bill Murray's going to be in it. Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson. That's cool. So a lot all, of them are back. Yeah, all the originals. So, and it's basically, it's now correct me if I'm wrong, Adam, but it, this is this story is basically about um, like the Ghostbusters kind of being put away for a while, and then like kids find their car and like find all the gadgets and so, stuff. So, so it's going to be like. Farm or something. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna be like yeah. off the originals from my is Vigo. Yeah, yeah, like off off the old one from from that. So, but I think it's gonna be like their grandchildren. Oh, okay, interesting. Their, yeah, they're finding you know like hey, what's this Ghostbuster thing? Oh, you just found Ghost now. Cool. I, cool. I don't know what the plot is, but all right, it's a cool deal. That one comes out November nineteenth. I'm excited. Also, November nineteenth, we have King Richard, the story of Richard Williams, which is the father of uh, Serena and Venus Williams. Oh, okay. Played oh, really? by Will Smith. Oh, cool. That'd be good. And they're saying that he's already 
uh, looking at an Oscar for this uh, portrayal. Really? Not yeah. Surprising. I didn't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Venus and Serena's dad was like. I think it's just the movie worthy. Well, I think it's the story of them, but it's centered around their dad, basically. You know. Gotcha. 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 You know, preaching the values of you know tennis and instilling that in his daughters. I think. Okay. So, but the story, it, the movie is called King Richard. So, I mean, it is based on the father, I think. But it's, I mean, he wouldn't have a movie if it wasn't for his daughters. Let's that's, be real. That's true. <laughs> like, that's true. Like, you know what you I mean? Said it, not me. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I think Serena's done uh, her fair share. There's a lot of good movies coming out. There is. There is. So, another good movie that'll be out uh, November 24th is House of Gucci. This is the story of the 1995 murder of famous fashion icon Maurizio oh. Gucci by his ex wife, Patrizia Reggiani. I didn't know he was murdered. Yes. And Adam Driver is, pl- oh, cool. is playing Maurizio Gucci. Oh, and- dude. Spoiler, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> he gets murdered. And guess who's playing Patrizia Reggiani, though? Lady Gaga. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So it looks pretty cool. It looks pretty cool, though. Uh, the next one is Don't Look Up. This will be out December 10th in theaters um, and then December 24th on Netflix, so the day before Christmas. This is going to be an interesting one. It says it's a drama and a comedy. It stars Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Jonah Hill, and Tyler Perry. Good cast. Good cast. Here's, <laughs> so here's the plot, though. I think I've seen this. It's called, it's called Don't Look Up. So goes the plot of Adam McKay's Don't Look Up, which stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence as two scientists responsible for warning the public about an impending meteor crash. Yeah, I have. They have. But yet it's supposed to be a comedy. So, I'm, so I, they I'm do have a preview, and it looks pretty damn funny. Does it really? Yes. Okay. Yes, I haven't seen the preview. Does. Yet, so that's interesting. Also, we have uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, December 17th. That's going to be badass. Yep. That's so you're really a fan cool. of that one, I know, for sure. I like superheroes, man. You love superheroes. And the last one we got is Nightmare Alley. This comes out December 17th. This will be a thriller slash noir type of crime film. Uh, this is going to star Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, and William Dafoe. Um, adapted from the 1946 novel of the same name, Nightmare Alley, tells the tale of a con man, Stanton Carlyle, who's going to be played by Bradley Cooper, a formal car- carnival worker who has developed quite the knack for misleading those around him. Oh, so it's not so it's not Freddy Krueger. Not Freddy Krueger. Okay, okay. Nightmare not Alley. Jack the Ripper. Gotcha. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Nightmare <laughs> Alley. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, sweet. There's a lot of good stuff coming out. There is a lot I of good it. stuff coming out. And I got one last story before we head off here today. Okay. Two alleged gang associates arrested after trying to smuggle KFC into lockdown Auckland. So this did not happen in the United States. This happened in Great Britain. So wait, what were they trying to do? So here's the thing. During COVID right now, overseas right now, the big thing is is that they're not allowed to travel to certain cities, which means that people can't get fast food. Okay. These guys robbed a KFC worth $70,000 or or had money stolen worth $70,000 American. Um, and then they had some chicken. Uh, they had a car full of chicken and coleslaw that they tried to smuggle back over. So they tried to take the money and the food back over. Yes. And they, so before it, you spoil it, should we try to figure out how they smuggled it? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't think anybody knows that question or knows the answer to that question yet. That's the funny part. But why would you? Why would you? First off, how did they cook it? That's what I want to know. <laughs> frozen chicken? Yeah, yeah, is it frozen chicken? I just want to know, you, you said they stole all the money, and they're like, before we go, give me number eight. According to authorities, though, 
Um, we had a KFC theft. Yeah. In Auckland. I don't know where exactly where Auckland is. Do you guys know where so, Auckland is? To the UK? Oh, it's in New Zealand. Oh, wow. So two New Zealand men were arrested earlier this week after attempting to transport a car full of Kentucky Fried Chicken, French fries, and 10 tubs of coleslaw across an Auckland border. Uh, so they weren't trying to get it into the jail. No. That makes more sense. No, no, no. They were just smuggling because they're, they're not allowed to cross, like, cities. With fast food. Yeah, because of wow, D-Bock. That, that's, that's strict, huh? That's strict, man. Wow. That's strict. So, yeah. And literally, the report says, yep, you read that correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Local New Zealand police say that the two men, whom they refer to as gang associates, began driving erratically as the vehicle did a U-turn and sped off trying to evade police. Once they were apprehended, police discovered the equivalent of $70,000 in New Zealand. Uh, what do you call that? Currency. Okay. According to authorities, this is the second fast food-related crime that has taken place with these new COVID uh, new restrictions. Another New Zealand man attempted to leave Auckland to get McDonald's and was fined after documenting his escape on TikTok. Jeez. <laughs> Idiot. That's asking for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. New Zealand police say that they are generally pleased with the actions of the majority of the people adhering to the alert level restrictions, but are disappointed by the small number of people who deliberately flout the rules. Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern mirrored these sentiments in a news conference saying that I leave it up to the entire community to uphold the rules for life and go back to normal. Our success has been really based on the fact that people by, a lar- by and large have been compliant. However, there has been the odd person that has broken the rules and put out put others at risk. So yeah, you're not allowed to steal chicken and take it to your home. <laughs> First off, though, we can't steal chicken and bring it to our home. You're not allowed to eat fast food over there right now. Oh, just like in certain cities, you can't. Yeah, like, even if you buy it. No, like you're not allowed. Basically, I think you're just not allowed to go across. Like, if we were New Zealand, we're not allowed to go to Lima. To go get fast food, we have to buy what's in our area. Right. Sorry, what you said? You said we're, so we're not allowed stealing food. So, well, yeah. Well, I mean, no. technically, yeah, you're not allowed to steal. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to steal anything. <laughs> I, we went over this earlier. I didn't. St- I've never stolen anything. <laughs> That's crazy. You can't buy food literally from a town over. Bring it over. They're like freeze. You're in jail now. Yeah. Give me like your- the one guy got fined. It said. That's it. Well, at least it didn't go to. Didn't these, go to I mean, I'm guys, sure they go in the jail after stealing everything. Yeah, I mean, like the seventy thousand dollars, I get that part. But like, if they just stole chicken and coleslaw, <laughs> and we're like speeding and racing cops, like, what was the amount of food? Does it? It just said uh, ten tubs of coleslaw, tons of French fries, and I said that I think it was like ten to twelve buckets of chicken. Good okay. God, that's a lot of chicken. That's a that lot is of a lot of coleslaw and chicken. <laughs> Golly. I wonder if it was just like all array in the back seat, like after their chase with the police. <laughs> like, just like what what in the Kentucky fried chicken happened back there? Spring it to the police impound be like, here's dinner, boys. We can't return it. <laughs> so just buffet it. out of the back of his car. <laughs> Gosh. Oh man. Well, hey, we want to thank everybody for joining us for episode five of The Social Guys. We want to thank Ryan Place from Merit Real Estate Professionals coming in and uh, explaining a little bit about what he does. Killed it. I know a lot more now. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, really uh, thanking him for 
figuring out some of these questions with us that we had, especially trying, some of our fan questions. Trying the bean boozles trying too. Bean boozled. Sorry, you guys had some. We're gonna let Adam get some water in him. Probably go take a bath in cold water today. Yeah, with that uh, that one chip challenge was definitely eye <laughs> opener. I, I I still like speechless. My 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 body's so like coursing inside me. <laughs> I'll give you an update next week on how it comes out the other end. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, we're going to take off. Treg Reigns, Adam Elker with the Social Guys. Thank you, Clue Studio, our sponsors for the studio. Thanks, Ryan, for joining us again. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.